Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Book Journeys Radio. My name is Dr. Angela Loria. I am the founder of the Author Incubator and creator of the Difference Process for Writing a Book That Matters. Every week on Book Journeys Radio, we talk to an author about their experience writing their first book. This is all about the lessons learned and really what that experience was like to help you as you are preparing for your book journey or maybe you're on your book journey now. Um, And so I'm really excited uh, about today's guest. This is somebody who I've known for a long time and um, have learned a lot from. And I just read her book about a month ago. Uh, Her name is Linda Booker, and Booker is spelled B as in boy, U-C-H-E-R. And her book is really, it's it's written with life coaches in mind, but I think it's really a book that anyone would benefit from reading. It's called The Confident Coach, Connecting the Work You Love to the Success You Want to Achieve. And, and, and I love how she has identified uh, as a, a master life coach herself and a coach mentor. She's identified her market here as coaches. But really, um, you know, the work you love and the success you want to achieve is something so many people want. So definitely a book that is making a difference. Linda, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Angela. So, so tell us about the Confident, the Confident Coach. What's the book about? All right. Well, I agree with you that the book is completely universal, but I just decided to write it narrowly right now um, for coaches. And um, what the, I didn't actually know what the book was about until I got it all down. And now I can tell hmm. you with certainty that the book is about filling that crater between once you find this work and passion that you love and you know that that's what you're supposed to be doing, and that goal you have of being to make of having it be an achievable um, career or you know something that can be financially supportive, right? And so, you know, as coaches, we learned how to coach really well. We learned all these phenomenal, great tools. And as soon as we certified, we you know open up shop, and then we expect you know the businesses to just. Boom! And so when I wrote this book, it was because for a while it did not just boom. And the thing that was missing was that confidence piece. That's exactly what the problem was. It wasn't that I didn't take enough courses or learn enough, have enough business savvy. That had nothing to do with it. It was that I wasn't clear on a couple of things. And so those like have like four sections in this book that it's really about to in order to close that gap or get rid of it altogether. So it's about uncovering who you are because now after becoming a coach or after finding your true passion and purpose, you're different You're different than who you were before. So now it's uncovering who you are now. And another part about it is about finding your special sauce and learning how to trust it and why you can always trust it um, and what makes you uniquely suited and perfectly suited to serve your people and why no one else can do that. So there's not even any competition to worry about. And so that has to, you know, that really helps build confidence when you have that level of understanding. And then it's also about mindset shifts because, you know, you can, if you don't believe that you can have 
what's at the other end of that chasm, like that goal that you have, if you don't actually believe it can be, then you're probably never going to get there for lots of various reasons that I put in this book. And then the last part, which is like one of my very favorite parts, um, and that has to do with redefining success for who you are. So that's why you have to find out who you are at the beginning so that you can redefine success. So it's like chuck your whole definition of, of success, that, that definition that you've um, you know, gained through osmosis and what other people have told you throughout your life and growing up and what you see in media, etc. And like, let's redefine it now that you know who you are right now in this journey. And when you do mm. that, you recognize that there's so much more to success than any object of desire could ever portray. There's so many other components of it. And the money thing is the very last little mathematical part of it, but it's certainly not the whole thing. So um, so that's really what it's about. It's about closing that gap and through confidence so one of the finding things, out who you are. So one of the things that was really interesting in that description for me was that you said before you finished the book, you didn't really know what it was about. I think that's an experience lots of authors have and very few people talk about. So can you talk about how it was either different or less clear before you wrote it versus after you finished? Sure. Um, When I first set out to write it, um, and I didn't really want to write a book, but we can talk about that later. (laughs) Um, Okay. when (laughs) When I first set out to write it, I outlined it thinking, what do I want new coaches to know? Because I wrote it like a love letter for new coaches. I just want to share and teach. That's like my my underlying who I am is a sharer and a teacher. And um, I just started like, what do I want them to know? And why do I want them to know this? And what's important for them, right? Uh, why is it important for them to know it? How will it help them? So that was like the outline that I went by when I was, you know, outlining the book and subsequently writing each section of it. And then somewhere about halfway through, I recognized I had written a sentence that, like, really kind of summed it up. And it was about um, wrapping what you're doing and how you're doing it around who you are is the entire key Mm. to the universe. (laughs) Mm. So that, that was so huge. For me, and I didn't actually realize that until I was, you know, probably three-quarters of the way through the book. I'm like, oh, that's what this is about. That's the bottom-line universal principle here. You know, wrap what you're doing and how you're doing it around who you are. Bam, right? And then um, when I was all done with the book, I didn't really have a title. I didn't know what it was going to be. And I wanted something impactful, and so I asked myself some more questions. Like, you know, what was my transformation? I learned all these things in my most recent journey that I wanted to share with new coaches. And what's the thing that I really got the most out of that journey? And it was confidence. And once I got that far, then I recognized that confidence and getting to that point of confidence and doing all these things that I've written down in this book, like there's a lot of questions in it to answer, doing that work, going on that journey, is the actual thing that connects that passion and purpose we have in this earth to that level of success we want to achieve, including redefining that level of success so we actually know what it is now. So that was kind of a progression, and all that clarity came to me at the end. 
Well, it's funny you say redefining that success because I find with authors a lot of times they are excited about writing a book. They got an idea for a book. They got an idea that they should write a book. And then they think when the book is done, particularly if they work really hard and they make it a good book, something positive will happen. But they don't want to get specific about what that is. So, you know, it's like maybe somebody will pick it up for a movie or maybe it'll sell tens of thousands of copies or I'll get rich. But they don't want to name something. They don't want to get specific about what they want their book to do for them. I think it's, uh, I don't know, ruins some of the magical thinking aspects or something. Um, For you, were you, did you have specific goals to why you wanted to write a book and what you wanted to get out of it? And, and and did they change? I mean, sometimes people go in wanting to be a New York Times bestseller and realizing, no, what I really want is, you know, a book that will help me get speaking engagements or something like that. So what was that experience like for you? Right. Well, the first part of your question is, no, I didn't even know what I wanted to get out of the book. I wanted to give the book. So there was nothing in it for me. That's not how I approached it. I didn't approach it to say, oh, this could be passive income or this could get me more speaking gigs or this could give me more credibility or more exposure. I just had this like deep desire to write a love letter for coaches. Like <laughs> That was it. Wow. And to document my, my journey so it might be in service of helping others. So I wrote it. Mm. It's just part of my purpose. It's what I do. But um, mm. while halfway in, I had talked to you, and you asked me, like, what's, you know, what is – your purpose for this book. And I got to tell you, Angela, it stalled me for about two weeks. I wrote nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> I was That's like, not oh, good. no. I wrote the, I'm writing this book, and I don't even know why I'm writing it <laughs> you know? or what I want to get out of it. So that was kind of funny. Um, but now I look at it, and I say, you know, um, it's still definitely a matter of giving. I want – I really do intend for it – to be more universal, so I'm going to write it again, you know, with another audience in mind. Again, probably being specific, but it's really the same yeah. stuff. So I really Love want that. to write By it again. Way, I want guys, there's a get brilliant, uh, just listeners, there's a brilliant idea here. I mean, she's got the shell of a book and outline her own secret sauce here, but she could apply it to running your own dental shop or being your own lawn maintenance guy or you know, really almost any, she could probably apply it to corporate, you know, people who work in corporate. She could apply it to teachers. She could take the same book as a framework and turn this into a series that's career-specific. It's a really good approach to getting a lot of books out relatively quickly and to more sales because if she just did a book called, you know, Doing What You Love or Connecting Who You Are to What You Do, people wouldn't think the book was for them. But when they see the confident coach and they identify as a coach and probably as a not confident one, in fact, um, it's appealing to them. And the confident, you know, preschool teacher is going to appeal to teachers and it wouldn't appeal to coaches. So um, really, really good technique and a great idea. Thank you. Thanks. So you talk about your book as a love letter to um, new coaches, and I think that's a great idea for people to take into their own book. Who could your book be a love letter to? But I wonder why why new coaches. I know you're a coach mentor, 
Um, but why this book? There are obviously a lot of people you could have written love letters to. So why that? <laughs> um, I think the reason I chose coaches first, knowing all along I, was, I could re- rewrite this book for many different audiences, um, that I had just myself, and it had to do with when I became a master coach, that journey, not necessarily what I learned, but the journey throughout that process, um, that I learned inside me, you know, that mm. that was my my the, the thing that was so huge to me at the moment, and that is the thing that I was so passionate about that I thought this is where I want to help people right now. So you know, in different parts of my career, I've helped people like connect with their passion and purpose because that was the hugest thing that happened to me. Well, now the hugest thing that happened to me is making that passion and purpose into, you know, finding the confidence to actually go out and go big in the world. And so that was the Mm. the most passionate thing to me right now. So that's what I wrote about right now. And who knows what I'll be passionate about next year, the next big journey I go on that I want to share. So um, you talked a little bit about, and, and I always warn people about this, when you're talking people about your book, during the process. Sometimes they can slow you down. Um, Sometimes they can speed you up, but sometimes they can mess you up. And um, one thing I talk about specifically is uh, writers, writing groups. Um, Sometimes when people have, like, groups that will critique their work, someone's criticism of your work at the wrong time delivered the wrong way can have a really um, delaying and negative effect, effect on your writing purpose. Hopefully I wasn't giving you negative critique, but um but you talked <laughs> no, about not at all. a little a little bit of writer's block as you started questioning your purpose with the book. Were there other places where you were slowed down and, and when that happened, uh how did you deal with, with writer's block? Or, you know, any sort of slowdown, yeah, whatever there, you call it. Right, yeah. There was you know, when I was first starting and it was exciting and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna write and whatever comes out, comes out, I can always edit it later, and I, I did that very well. But, you know, there, there comes a time where you're still, you've been pushing this boulder uphill for so long, you're awfully tired, and you just want to slow down and stop. And um, and then there's times where I ran into where I'm like, I don't have enough to say about this topic. I know it needs to be in here, but I can't mm. get out enough that it would be balanced in this book. So that caused me to kind of, like, stop. Right, and what happened yeah. on one notable occasion, which was absolutely hysterical, as I was writing about the, the section about mindset, and then I found myself really blocked about what to write, and the whole problem was my mindset was all messed up. And so yeah. once I I figured that out, it occurred to me that like, oh, this is all part of the process. Like the universe said, hey, you you want to write a really great section on mindset? Oh, I'll show you, you know, firsthand. Let me give you a mindset yeah, exactly. issue here for you to get over, and then you can write about it, and it works beautifully. But, you know, like anything, the growing pain is where the in the experience is where all the wisdom comes in. And you did something pretty unique. So one of the keys that I have found to my authors who finish versus authors who who talk about finishing a book that don't actually get it done um, you did something pretty unique to hold yourself accountable. Do you want to talk about how you how you actually finished and, and didn't get stuck forever in writer's <laughs> Um 
All right. Well, okay, I did two things. One is I um, didn't just set a date deadline. I set a deadline to have my book in physical form available to sell at a conference five months after I committed to writing it. So, you know, a, a, real, a deadline that was like, this is, this is real. I bought a table to sell it at, you know. So that gave me something really good because otherwise I'm, I might still be working on it. But the other thing that really helped me through, is, and like I'm a perfectionist, and I could write and edit the same page for like six weeks. I seriously could. And I would if somebody let me, but I wouldn't let myself. So what I did is when I outlined the sections of the book, I only allowed myself to work on one section, and then I had to mail it off to my editor when I was, you know, somewhat done, pretty done, and I wasn't allowed to go back at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I had to start on love section that. two. And so love, love, love that. I actually making the it's, – it's emailed out to her. Now it's out of my hands. I cannot touch it anymore. That kept me moving on the next section and the next section. And then at the end, she, you know, helps put everything all together. We, she scrapped a whole big section of it, you know. And then after that, I did the rest of the editing myself, which was, you know, better better – to do that at the end, just edit, edit the rest, do mostly the copy editing at the end. So, uh huh, absolutely. So I've done a couple triathlons, and I could go out on any day and you know run, bike, and swim, but having a specific day for an event to prepare for, I found as an athlete very motivating for me. So I think the idea that you almost created, you know, a marathon day for yourself um, by picking a conference to have your book done for. I think that, and, and, you know, the other thing you mentioned too about moving on, I mean, those were two great ways to get your book done. Um, One of the things, it's such a little thing, but I don't think the the um the dollar amount necessarily matters, but the fact that you paid for a booth and if you didn't have your book to sell you would be like wasting that money is almost a way of, you know, turning your brain instead of against against you to work for you. Yeah, it was a way to to tell myself, it's a done deal. You're selling this book. You're not getting out of it. <laughs> so right. it, it will be sold. It will be in physical form. It will be sold. So that said, if you found somebody who was relatively out of shape and said you have to run a marathon in five months, it would be challenging for them. Uh, Try and do a book in five months from idea to finished project? Uh Almost unheard of. I don't have any clients that have made that goal, so that's pretty impressive. Let's talk about the actual publishing part. How did you get this done? So you had an editor. You you were writing the book. You were working with an editor. Talk about all the other pieces and how you got it published. Okay. Well, I knew that in a short period of time, you know, I wasn't going to be going the route of finding someone who, you know, sending out query letters, et cetera, finding someone who might want to publish. Yeah, not in five months. You'd be lucky. (laughs) No, not at all. You can do that in two and a half years. Yeah, and honestly, although I'm writing a book called The Confident Coach, I'm not a confident author, <laughs> so I didn't, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought, well, this is my first book. No one would want to pick it up anyway. It could be crap by the time I'm done with it. Who knows, right? So I decided to self-publish, and my editor just found, she said, "We're gonna, you're going to do it through Lulu. I didn't even ask her any questions because 
there's lots of things I could learn about, but I don't want to know about them because I've got so much work to do in this world. I just want to focus on that. So I let her kind mm-hmm. of take the reins with Lulu, and she said, don't worry, it's going to, you know, they have a, a way to get it on to, uh, to Amazon and to barnesandnoble.com, and we'll take it from there. So just, she said, just write it and give it to me, and I'll put it up there for you, and she did. Wow. Did yeah. you and the, um, did you work with a designer for the cover design? Did you were, were there any other people that you worked with, or how did you get like the interior laid out, all those steps? That my was all editor your editor. Did the interior? I did the cover design myself, and I gave her a file. I, I kind of That's am very awesome. visual, so I was picky about it. <laughs> so. so you knew what yeah. you wanted, and you were able to kind of put that together in a way that was publishable. Yeah. And yeah. What was there anything that surprised you about the self-publishing process? Anything that was either harder or easier than you expected it to be? Um. Well, it surprised me that it was so easy. I mean, you know, I wasn't doing the technical stuff to get it up there, which which was really easy when you don't have to do it yourself. Um. But yeah, it, it seemed really easy to me. She just you know, some buttons, and there was an ISBN, boom, and she just got on the cover, and boom. I don't know. It seemed awfully easy to me to do that. And what what has what has worked, and what hasn't worked about uh, being self-published? What do you what do you wish you did differently, and what do you think you did right with the publishing? Okay. All right. Well, I think what I did right is by by choosing to self-publish. I gave myself permission to just write the book I wanted to write and not worry about it having to impress a publisher. And that was really mm. huge because it might have been a huge sticking point for me emotionally, you know, if, if I was mm-hmm. so worried about it has to be good enough for a publisher to pick it up. So I could just write the book that wanted to be written from me. And that was huge. Love and I would that. recommend that just, you know, for anybody. And then you write it. After that, if you want to see if someone will pick it up or rewrite it for a publisher you know, maybe I'll do that in the future. I don't know. The thing mm-hmm. that um, I am finding is the difficult part is, so I wrote this book, but I'm not really marketing it. <laughs> so, and, you know, like I I find myself wanting to have someone to do the marketing for me. You know, I did create mm-hmm. a couple of platforms, like an author platform on Amazon and things like that, but I'm not maintaining it. I'm not in conversations on Goodreads. I'm not doing all those things that, people who are authors would engage in to market themselves as an author. Because, yeah, I can say I'm an author, but what am I really? I'm really a teacher. I'm really a coach. And that's where I really want to put my focus is, Mm. you know, and and to me the only thing that got me to write that book was if I considered that it was a way to teach. That's that's because I would rather talk all day long than write anything. I don't even like writing Facebook posts because I got to think about them, and I just want to spew <laughs> and think. You know? so, and you, you actually said you, you, you didn't really want to write a book. So why did you write one? Well, the, first there was a clue that I was supposed to write a book, which was kind of funny. Um, I was in master coach training. We were on the phone with Marissa back, and. She asked if anything weird had happened to anybody that day. And I said, as a matter of fact, today I ran over an open book in the road and on a very clean and nice street where there's not junk on the road. And that wasn't weird until half an hour later I'm driving down the highway and there's all these sheets of paper all over the place, hundreds of them. And they're blowing all over and they're hitting my windshield. Right? And I said, two of those things in one day 
kind of a little weird. And she said, she said, that oh, is. sweetie, you're, you're going to have to, you're writing a book. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to write a book. I don't want to write a book. I'll talk all day long, but I do not want to write a book. And then about a year and a half later, um, I was at home with my kids, and I have a detached garage, and through the big garage opening, a hawk had flown in, and he was at one of the side windows. And I'm watching this hawk, and he starts trying to fly through the window, right? Because he can't see what's there. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to, and he's like headbutting this window, and he's seeing stars. And I just want to say to him, listen, there's a great, huge opening if you just shift your perspective and look over there. And when I saw that whole but event, he does not speak English. <laughs> right. Mm. And eventually he came out. But as I, when mm. I thought about that from a metaphorical perspective, I said, I can see where I want to be. I know where I'm supposed to be. I feel it. it's supposed to be big. There's big things for me out there. And I, I want to soar. And yet here I am banging into some invisible obstacle. And if I could just turn my head, my perspective, what great big opening would I see? What would be that? What would wow. it be? Right? And I was like, oh, my God, i got to write a book. <laughs> so <laughs> that night I put on Facebook, I'm going to write a book. And, you know, if you tell Facebook, you've committed yourself. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's it? No, that's actually, that is a great way to, that is a great way to commit to you know, to commit yourself is doing it in that public way. Mm-hmm. So what for you is the best thing to come out of being an author? Oh, well, the best thing personally would for me was in conquering the resistance to write, to write a book, to write mm-hmm. anything, really. That So that was my own personal achievement. I mean, it, it's almost like, you know, with your marathon analogy, it's not in all the miles that I trained or actually running the marathon at the end. It was in the commitment just doing the marathon. That was the biggest thing because there was so much resistance for so long. Um, right. So that was the best thing out of, you know, out of writing the book. Since then, since having written the book, um, I would say, um, let's see, everybody who I talk to about it is jumping to buy a copy. <laughs> And so Aww. there must be something good in there, you know. There must be something in the way I talk about it or, you know, just reaching the right people who are ready to know that, you know, or just right in the right place to know what I've written and be able to incorporate it into their life and work. And when they find me, they're just – nobody says, oh, that's nice. They all say, ooh, I want to buy a copy. So there must be something, some kind of magic in it that it's, you know, People want it, so I think it's that's really cool. With I just got to, yeah, yeah. I just got to get off my butt and tell more people it's there because you know I used to think it was like if you build it they will come like the field of dreams, but it's it's mm-hmm. not. It's like if you build it and you tell them it's there, then they will come. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a really good point. So in our final minute or two, any words of advice to somebody who? Um, it's interesting. I always ask people to give advice to somebody who's wanted to write a book for a long time and hasn't been able to get it done. But I'm going to ask you a different question. If there's somebody <laughs> listening who feels like they have to write a book and they don't want to write it, but they're getting a really strong sense over and over again in whatever in whatever way for them, they're like, I know I have to write this book, but I don't want to. What's one piece of advice, one little piece of parting wisdom that you would give them? Okay. If someone didn't want to write a book and they were in a position that I was in before, um, I would say um, 
it's uh, let's see. I would say give it if you just give in to do it, you'll be able to write what wants to be written. Mm. And give yeah. you know just stop resisting and let 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 it come. And and again, like what I said with the self publishing, you know, just giving yourself permission to write what wants to be written and not worry about who wants to read it or where it's going to take your career. You know, so just just write what wants to be written. That's it. Get it out. <laughs> just get it out. Let, yeah. it, let it be. Let it fly. Let it flow. And, you know, I did that 30 minutes at a time, 30 minutes a day, because anything bigger than that seemed like a hell of a lot of work, and I did not want to do a lot of work. Wow. So it was the 30 minutes a day every day? Yeah, um, probably five to six days a week. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is could... fantastic advice. Linda Booker, uh, her name is spelled uh, Linda, L-I-N-D-A, and her last name is Booker, B as in boy, U-C-H-E-R. Her website is lindabooker.com, and her book is The Confident Coach, Connecting the Work You Love to the Success You Want. Linda, thank you so much for being on the show, and thank you for your book. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me, Angela. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Terrific. Well, I hope people do go and get a copy of your book. Can they get it on Amazon, or do they need to go to your website to get it? Uh, they can get it both places. It is on Amazon. It is also on my website, and it's also at barnesandnoble.com. Awesome. So pick up a copy of Linda Booker's book, The Confident Coach. Thanks for your great advice today, and um, we will be back next week uh, on Book Journeys Radio where we change the world one book at a time. Yeah.